Hi, my name's Ann Ellis. I am retired from the U.S. Navy as a civilian computer programmer, analyst, network manager, and I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I drowned when I was two years old. My father was wading into the rapids of the Potomac River in Arlington, Virginia, well, outside of Arlington, and I was in his arms. Somehow, my excitement, I was moving around too much, and I lost my grip on him, and I was in the water. And this was terrifying for both of us, but for me, I was immediately in a bright place talking to a beautiful lady who looked like Glinda the Good Witch of the East and the Wizard of Oz. She was just lovely and very friendly, and I wasn't two anymore. I was a person, maybe, maybe six or eight, but I had full ability to express myself verbally. So we talked. I remember I said, it's harder down there than I remembered. And then I had a realization that my father would be devastated if I didn't go back. So I saw myself over the ambulance that was taking my body to the hospital. And I saw myself in a hospital bed. Then I went into my body at that point, And I looked around. Nobody was in the room with me. So immediately the door opened. My parents rushed in. And they were overjoyed to see me. This was one of the high points in my life to have my parents be that happy with me. I couldn't remember them ever loving me that much. <laughs> As I went through my life, I forgot about my near-death experience, but I had abilities to sense what people were feeling to a much greater degree than most other people, but I didn't know that. When I was uh, 32, I had a mystical experience of divine love pouring into me, filling every cell of my body, opening and softening my heart. And when I walked out of the room that I was in, I, everyone I saw, I felt love going out to them. Then, about eight years later, I heard Elizabeth Kubler-Ross speak about near-death experiences, the first time I'd ever heard of them. And when I walked out of her lecture, I said, I know that's true, but I didn't know why I said that. So time went by. I discovered the International Association for Near-Death Studies, IANS, and started going to their conferences, joined and started in 1995 attending their wonderful conferences, and I've been coming ever since. I was moved after I took early retirement from the Navy to write about near-death experiences, and I especially wanted to address continuity of love between this side and the other side. My beloved father had died when I was eight of colon cancer, and I just wanted to know where he was, what was this love that poured into me. So I signed up to do uh, a doctorate in religious studies and wrote my dissertation about near-death experiences and focused on the love that so many near-death experiencers talk about. I had heard many experiences 
from people at the conferences, and I'd read many others in the wonderful books that people have written. So I wanted to know more about this love, and I felt called to write about it. And IANS provided me with 500 near-death experience accounts in writing that people had submitted in their own words, in their own language, their own way of expressing to the best of their ability what happened to them. And the wonderful things that I read about the love on the other side. I already knew, though they repeated, that we don't die. As soon as our body dies, we move out of our body, and it's still us. We're alive and well. In fact, we feel better than we've ever felt in our life. We, are, we have all our senses, our memories, though our interest in our immediately past life diminishes as we stay longer out of our bodies. As we go out of our bodies, we may go through a tunnel. We may go immediately into the light. And the love may be there as soon as we get out of our bodies. For some, it is. For others, they, they discover the love in the tunnel. For others, when they get to the light, there's an explosion of love along with this pure, white, bright light that doesn't hurt their eyes. So the love just keeps increasing the longer they stay there for many people. Some have a short experience and come back to their body very quickly, and they remember that love. Others stay there for an extended period of time, which may or may not mean the amount of time that their body was dead while they're out of it, and discover things about love that we on earth do not have a clue about. One of the first things that they say is that that love over there that they feel coming from the light, coming from every being that they meet, whether it's a deceased loved one, whether it's a guide, whether it's Jesus, God, any other being, these wise beings that they meet up with, all of them are exuding love. And they say, this love is different from any love on earth. First of all, it's more powerful. It's a million times greater than any love they've ever experienced here. In fact, they go on with how, how much greater it is. And they say this love is like an energy, a vibration, a force. And they even say that everything in the whole universe, including you and me, is made out of love. So this is so profound. This is such a fantastic discovery. In my uh, background, I was a Christian. I learned of Jesus and, and how he emphasized love, the importance of love in our lives for everyone. He was reflecting the way it is over there. Everyone is loved. And everyone is made out of love. When you get there, you discover that you, at the core of your being, you are nothing but love. And that love is your essence. 
that everything about you is love. So the people that come back from these experiences and bring this love back, they want so much to, to have this world be like that world, just as Jesus did. He showed us that it's possible and they try to implement in their, this in their lives. They say they now understand they have a purpose and that a big part of everyone's purpose is to give this love and to receive the love. It's a circular motion. The love is just moving. It's not static. You may have noticed you feel a lot of love and then you feel less love and you feel more love for a, an individual perhaps. It's a very uh, fluid thing. It's, it's a vibration, a force, an energy, and it never is static. So within ourselves, we can learn to build up that love, to increase our capacity for love, our ability to give the love, to feel it. And this is one of the things that some people come back saying that they learned how to do this, to increase their vibration, to have more positive thoughts, feelings, vibrations, to carry this into the world more fully, that which they knew and experienced so fully over there. There are so many um, stories. They come back and they say, we are all one that everything is connected. We are actually a piece of that which we call God, the creator, the source. Everything is one, and we're part of that. And all of that is love. You've heard, God is love. Well, God is everything, and God is love. Everything is love. And it's this isn't just you know, a platitude or a, um, a thing that we might feel for one person. This is everything, and this is physics. Perhaps our science hasn't understood this yet, but this is the basic building block of everything in this universe. And someday that will be discovered and understood. But right now, we think of love as this very limited and painful thing because of the way we have been trained in our lives and, and our culture has uh, limited love. We're taught, be careful. <laughs> Don't love too much. <laughs> it's a very dangerous thing. But that's because of the mistaken confusion that we have confusing love with other things. Love is very pure. Love is perfect. Love is our most perfect self. When they come back and realize that they have a purpose and that this purpose is to give and receive this love, they try to learn more about this love. Sometimes they reach out in this world when they come back and they're rebuffed or they find out people misunderstand this love. Uh, oh, you're, you love me so much? Yes, you want to get married? Um, so they have to adjust once they're back here 
to accepting that we can't yet do love and be love the way it's done and, and happens on the other side. But they know that that's a big part of our purpose. It's who we are. And they come back teaching, treat everyone with love and kindness. That, that the love over there is totally unconditional, non-judgmental, all-inclusive. There's nobody, no race, no religion, no sexual preference, nothing that's excluded from the love on that side. Suicides are loved just as much. Everybody is loved totally over there. And one's life review, yes, we do have a life review. We see whether we have loved in this life or whether we have allowed fear to hold us back and to cause us to hurt other people more than the love ever would have hurt them. And we do see our mistakes in this life. They also come back and tell us the importance of living life fully, that this life is given to us not only to learn things the hard way, but to experience so many things in a different way that we can't experience on the other side. Yes, there's perfect love there, but it's easy. It's all easy. And here there are challenges, and, but there's a lot of beauty on this planet if we don't destroy it, that we can enjoy. There are many wonderful things to share and give and experience here. So they encourage us to live life fully and they want to live their lives fully when they come back and to live fearlessly. And finally they say that love never ends. The love that we have here we take with us. Those that we love here, we never lose or leave behind. We are always connected to them and we'll see them again on the other side. That that love is eternal, just as our souls are eternal. That love is an eternal quality, which there's never any scarcity of it. There's never any uh, conditions to it. It's, it's a quality that once we discover how wonderful it is, we want it for ourselves and we want it for everyone that we care about. And I wrote a book about the love, quoting over a hundred people that have had near-death experiences and, and know now what that love is really like. And I want everybody to read this book because I want you to understand what this love is and how you can have it. And I believe that by reading this book, you, as I did, will tap into something that we never knew existed before. And it's very wonderful. God bless you.